Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee, episode number 29 for the month of April. I trust you're having a fantastic morning with your delicious, maybe even dark side coffee in front of you. And uh, we're going to be continuing our journey through the Sermon on the Mount. And if you're just joining us and you're wondering, what in the world is this Hochma and Coffee you're talking about? Hochma is the Hebrew word for wisdom. And it's our goal on this podcast just every single morning to give out a daily dose of wisdom that we can use. Use that day to make our lives even better. And so if that's interesting to you, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And guess what? It will be delivered for free every single morning, rain or shine, to your podcast app. So subscribe and join this awesome family. Now let's jump into verse number seven of the Sermon on the Mount. We're in Matthew 7. We're going to look at verse seven. And yesterday we talked about the dogs and how we're not supposed to entrust the holy things to the dogs, the people who don't really care about it, lest they trample it underfoot, right? They trample it under their feet and then turn again and rend you. And then right after that verse, Jesus continues and he says, ask and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom, if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him. Now, as we continue to move through this, as I'm looking at the context, I, you know, we often take this and just say, hey, whatever you want, God's just going to give it to you. But as we look at the context, yes, we do have chapter number six, where he says that God will give you what you need, right? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. He says, don't take any thought for tomorrow. But then he moves into chapter number seven, and he says, all right, now make sure you are not uh, somebody who's hypercritical. We talked about that. And that you make sure you take care of your own faults before you go around pointing at other people's faults. Uh, but then he goes in verse number six and says, well, not only are you not supposed to be hypercritical, but you're still supposed to be able to judge, right? So not judging in a critical manner, but you're supposed to be able to discern between dogs and the people who can take the holy, right? And so if you look at verse number six, you'd probably be very offended at it that Jesus called some dogs and that he would withhold some holy things from people who would trample it under their feet. That's not the image we often get. But in verse number seven, he shows, yes, there are some people that we don't give all the richness to. We Yes, we give them the gospel and we want them to be saved. But people who do not care about, you know, holy things, we don't give them all of the depth and all the riches because they will trample it under their feet and then turn again and rend us. But in verse number seven, he shows who does get the holy things, right? Because if you're like me, if you're like many people, when you hear verse number six, maybe you get nervous and you think, whoa, I, I pray that that's not me. I pray that I'm not somebody that God doesn't want to give uh, these holy things to. And I believe that verse number seven is kind of the opposite of verse six, right? And that's that juxtaposition, the side by side comparing. And he's showing us, yes, there are some people that we don't give holy things to because they'll just trample it under they, they they don't value it. And so they actually make it look worse for other people who might receive it. They trample it under their feet. They, they profane that which is sacred and holy. And so don't give them the opportunity to do that. That's actually a greater sin for them. If you give it to them and they trample it under their feet, you're helping them sin even worse than if you hadn't given it to them. And so he goes on in verse number seven and he says this, but ask and it shall be given unto you. 
So take it in this context. It says, don't give that which is holy to dogs. Don't give this precious truths to people who will just trample it under their feet. And maybe someone there, they're nervous and think, oh no, maybe I won't be able to get this precious truth. Maybe I won't be able to get um, to know God deeply for myself. Maybe I won't get the power that I need to live the life that he's just explained through these last few chapters. Maybe I won't be able to. Maybe he'll just refuse it to me because I'm lowly like a dog. But then Jesus opens up the gates to everybody and he says this, okay, ask and it shall be given to you. And I really do believe that, yes, this might be referring to other things, but I think he's talking about these holy things. In the verse before, he said, don't give it. You know, withhold the holy from these dogs. But then in verse 7, he says, but ask and it shall be given you. So how do we know we're not a dog? It's when we ask for those holy things, right? When we ask for his presence, when we yearn, he says, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. When we have that craving, God, I want to be near you. God, I want to know more about you. And if you're listening to this podcast, this is probably you because not many people listen to podcasts about Bible studies, right? And, and you're craving. He says, I want more of you. I'm seeking after you. Knock and it shall be open unto you. You're knocking on the door of heaven saying, God, I want more of you. I want more of your understanding. I want more of your wisdom. God, I want more of your presence and power in my life. And he says, yes, I'm not going to give that which is holy to the people who don't care about it. I'm not going to give that which is precious to to the dogs and to the swine because they don't understand how precious and how powerful it is. But I will give it to those who ask and seek and knock because they understand how valuable it is. If you're asking for it, you know there's value there. If you're seeking for it, you know there's value there. You don't go out and seek worthless things. You seek after treasure. You seek after valuable things. And he says, when you ask, when you seek, and when you knock, right, you are putting yourself out there and you're craving this because you see how valuable it is. I will give it to you. And he says, for everyone that asketh, receiveth. You see, if this was re- if this was regarding everything, this wouldn't be true because not everything we ask for, we receive. But he is saying, if you want that which is holy, if you want my life, right? If you want the living water, if you want my fulfillment, if you want my wisdom, everybody who comes to me and asks and seeks and knocks, they get it. They get it. And he says, because what man is there of you who his son asks bread and will he give him a stone? He says, if you won't do that, he says in verse number 11, if you won't do that, if you're a a broken, fallen, evil human being, and you know how to be good to your own children, how much more will your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them which ask him? He says, if you know what is good, right? If you have the idea, you know exactly what is good. Now that's not subjective, okay? It's not what you feel is good. It's not what you think is good. It's not talking about your wants, but that which is good. That means God's will for your life, God's perfect plan, God's holy wisdom. And when you understand what is good and you crave it, God's going to give you that which is good. God's not going to give you that which is bad. And he says, if you can give good things, your heavenly father can do it way better. And so ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you. I want to ask this question. We'll close out. Do you yearn? Do you hunger and thirst after God? Do you crave him? Do you crave to be with him? Do you crave his word? Do you crave to be with his people? Do you have that yearning? Or are you one of the dogs who could care less about God's precious truths and God's precious power? This is a convicting question that we have to be honest about. We can't just brush over and just say, yes, that's me. But I challenge you, ask 
Ask yourself, man, is this me? Do I crave God's truths? Do I see the value in these spiritual things? Is my eye single on spiritual things and not just on things of this earth? You see, what happens to many is they knock once on the spiritual door for these spiritual riches and blessings, but they soon turn away towards the carnal things because their eye is not single. Friend, ask, seek, knock for these spiritual blessings, these holy things, and they shall be given you. Well, I hope you have a good rest of your day. I want to thank our patrons. You guys are amazing. Thank you for your support. Um, I also want to thank those of you who share these and talk about these and uh, invite other people to become part of the Everything Church Pro family. It's growing. It's amazing. We have over 800 subscribers on YouTube already, and that's just that's humbling. It's amazing. And it's not just because of me. It's because of you all and you guys sharing these things and talking about them and having discussions with people. And I pray that this continues to be a resource and a blessing to Christians that we can see revival in our land and in our world. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. I pray you leave encouraged, ready to face the day. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.